1: What's going on, friends? Billy Rossetti here with you on another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, brought to you by our friends at rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And by our friends at Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, get $10 off your next order. What's going on, friends? Billy Rossetti here. Hope you guys are having a good week. We are just rolling through here, talking... Uh, just talking more Panther stuff, really. Um, we're going to talk about uh, some uh, some news, some ro- roster notes. Trip a little bit here. I'm sorry. Got some roster notes we want to talk about here. A couple of wide receivers joining the crew. Uh, one player heading to injured. Actually, two players headed to injured reserve. We'll talk about that in a little bit, and then we'll talk about some more of Joe Person's uh, training camp reports, particularly we're gonna talk about uh, Tuesday' scrimmage that the Panthers had and uh, Joe person's report there so we'll kind of talk about that so uh got a couple of things to get into should be a fun show and uh glad you guys are glad to have you guys on board as always so we'll start by talking about uh two of the the two receivers that the Panthers brought in one of them of course we talked about with uh, his tryout recently and that of course is the one of the stars of the XFL that is now being reunited with his buddy down in Houston, and that of course is Cam Phillips, the uh, the the actual, of course, league, uh, league leader in receiving yards from the XFL this past season with 455 receiving yards. Also had nine touchdowns. Uh, six foot one seventy four. He's listed at so nice signing. You know just. Constantly churning uh, churning talent, as we said, at, at the bottom of the roster. And uh, it didn't take long for Walker and Phillips to reconnect in practice. There's already a video out there of them connecting for a, a practice touchdown. So certainly, uh, certainly good to get some more talent in there, especially, of course, with the uh, unfortunate loss of Omar Bayless, the undrafted rookie, of course, out of Arkansas State, who the Panthers did place on injured reserve with that knee injury. He did undergo successful uh, surgery on that knee. Uh, So we'll see now, of course, the Panthers can uh, activate players. And I believe, if I remember correctly, uh, they relaxed the rule for this year in terms of limiting the number of players that you can take off of IR. So... Uh, that's certainly good news because it's not really a season-ending uh, injury. But again, being on IR, you wonder. I'm um, trying to remember if the they still have the rule where his season's now done because he was put on IR before uh, the final 53. Similar, of course, to what they did last year with Graham Gano, put him on IR before they actually cut down to 53. That, of course, ended his season. So we'll see with Omar Bayless, but he is on injured reserve. Uh, the other wide receiver that the Panthers brought in was Darrell Stewart Jr. out of Michigan State, 6 feet, 212. Uh, 49 catches, 697 yards, four touchdowns uh, last season for the Spartans. So uh, another another young receiver, another undrafted receiver coming in trying to make a name for himself. As the Panthers, of course, as we know, have four wide receivers that are still out of practice. with, uh, very various and varying injuries. Uh, so those guys are in, and as we mentioned, Omar Bayless is on injured reserve, as is cornerback Derek Thomas, who was waived injured, which of course means uh, he was placed on waivers, and he would have to, uh, or if he clears waivers, then he reverts to the Panthers' uh, injured reserve, which I believe by the time this post uh, has already happened. Uh, the Panthers did also... Try out a couple more players, a couple rookie defensive backs, as well as uh, former Falcons defensive end uh, Austin Larkin, as well as uh, Demarcus AC. That was one of the the two rookie or the young defensive backs that the Panthers tried out, along with Jamison Houston. Demarcus AC, 6'2, 195 out of Missouri, uh, three interceptions and 20 pass breakups in 38 games. And then Jamison Houston, 5'11, 199, uh, another Baylor kid uh, with Matt Rule had 44 tackles, eight pass breakups as a senior last season. So uh, could be swapping Baylor for Baylor in a sense with Derek Thomas being put on I, or on uh, waived injured, and Derek or uh, Jamison Houston from Baylor possibly coming in. But again, those are the three. Like we said, d and Austin Larkin. Also trying out for the Panthers this week, 6'3", 255, uh, played at Notre Dame. And then Purdue was with the Falcons last season, played just a total of 36 snaps, mostly on special teams last season for the Falcons. So, again, it's just the Panthers just continually churning their roster and just trying to find, and they said they were going to do this, just churning the roster, trying to find uh, the best 53 players that they can, and then you add in the 16 players from the practice squad. So I like the constant churning here, especially with a team like the Panthers, who obviously aren't really expected to to do much. You know, it's just finding players, right? It's just finding good football players uh, to fill out your roster because we know those, those bottom spots of the roster are just as important as the top spots. So I really like what the Panthers are doing in terms of just bringing in talent and just just assembling as much talent they can uh, as they begin this rebuild here. So before we talk about uh, Tuesday scrimmage, play a little catch up there, want to take a couple moments to thank a couple of our great sponsors here at the podcast. First, our friends over at BuiltBar.com, the best tasting protein bar ever. And they've got a brand new look, but they are just as delicious as before. They of course have 18 flavors uh, the 12 original flavors that you guys have come to know and love like uh, coconut almond, raspberry, German chocolate, peanut butter, banana bread, mint brownie, salted caramel, double chocolate, orange, toffee almond, coconut, and peanut butter brownie as well as six brand new flavors for you to, for you to enjoy like caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, uh, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp, and of course, these candy, b- these built bars are incredibly delicious, covered in 100% chocolate, very easy to chew. And they're great, of course, for the health conscious guy. You can lose or maintain weight while eating a candy bar, basically. And uh, of course, these bars are low in calorie, low in sugar, high in protein, high in fiber, they're even great for a keto diet. You know, for example, the peanut butter bar only has 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. So it just kind of goes to show you just uh, the the good balance that uh, these built bars have. Uh, so, of course, don't just take my word for it. Even though I've said I really enjoy the product, but I want you guys to try it for yourselves. Just go to builtbar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your first order. So again that's uh builtbar.com promo code locked on gets you $10 off your first order and also our friends over at DoorDash you know uh, we've we're all busy of course and sometimes we just might not have time to Run out and get food. We'd rather it just come to us. Well, that's where our friends at DoorDash come in. They're the app that brings you the food you're craving right now, right to your door. And ordering is very easy with DoorDash. All you do is open the app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. And, of course, with over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and even Australia – You can support your local go-to's or choose from your favorite national restaurants such as Chipotle, Wendy's, and even the Cheesecake Factory. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery too. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left right at your door. DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to keep communities we operate in safe. So the offer for you guys, listen up here, it's a great offer. You can get $5 off and zero delivery fees. Off your first order of $15 or more. All you gotta do is just download the DoorDash app and use the promo code locked on. So again, promo code locked on off your on your first order of $15 or more gets you five dollars off and zero delivery fees. So nice to be saving a little bit of money there. So L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N at the DoorDash app $5 and zero delivery fees off your first order. Of $15 or more. So, as we look now at uh, Joe Person's, at least eight things Joe Person looked at uh, or learned, I should say, from Tuesday's scrimmage, and just kind of share my thoughts here. So, uh, again, eight. Tuesday's practice or Tuesday morning's uh, situational scrimmage uh, they had piped in crowd noise they had two officials which were really uh, equipment managers who served as refs uh, since teams actually aren't allowed to have officials work practices this year uh, so the 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 Panthers split into two teams one half was Carolina one half was the Panthers uh, and the scrimmage included opening drives the middle eight which are the last four minutes of the first half and the first four minutes of the second half, as well as two-minute drive. So just a lot of situational football. Uh, So the first thing Joe put it on uh, as far as things he learned was, Teddy Bridgewater has touch. He wrote, Bridgewater and Christian McCaffrey teamed up for the day's top offensive highlight on a red zone play. With McCaffrey lined up in the slot opposite linebacker Shaq Thompson, he ran a Lucy route in which he darts toward his defender and has the option to take the route inside or out. McCaffrey broke toward the corner and Bridgewater lofted a pass just over Thompson's shoulder, which McCaffrey pulled in for the day's only touchdown. I mean this entire training camp we've certainly gotten a lot of and you know it, it happens every year obviously we get some glowing reports on on some players, especially at the quarterback position, especially you know, new quarterbacks, but, uh, it's been a lot of love for, uh, for Teddy Bridgewater and, uh, some of the connections that he's been making. We've even seen videos of him staying late after practice, working with some of the guys. So he's really, really had a nice, uh, really had a nice preseason so far, really has, uh, gelled together pretty quickly with his new teammates. So, I mean, it's hard not to get excited uh, about Teddy Bridgewater as, uh, as the new quarterback. I mean, you know, we we know obviously it's going to be a down season for the Panthers, but you know the fact of the matter is, I've I've said this uh, this offense at least is going to be pretty good enough, I think, down the line that they're not going to lose like 13, 14, 15 games this season. This offense is going to win them a couple of games, and it's going to start with Teddy Bridgewater just being able to kind of sling the ball uh, the way we know that he can, or at least he's uh, just kind of that nice general court. You know when he gets when he gets the opportunity to sling it, he can, and then you know he takes care of the football, and then you just kind of have Christian McCaffrey do the rest. So, you know, there's there's reasons obviously to be optimistic about the offense, and I think there's uh, some excitement to be had for sure. So, you know, all these all these good reports, and again, some of this could be obviously puffed up just because the team wants to look good, or at least on social media, but. Um, you're really not seeing any kind of negative reports so far this training camp uh, from Teddy Bridgewater. So it's just nice that that's been continuing on into, uh, into these scrimmages as we get closer to the start of the season. Then Joe noted that Troy Pride Jr. is making strides, and the fourth-round pick from Notre Dame is part of a group competing for the starting cornerback spot opposite Dante Jackson. And the former high school's track standout seemed to take another step forward with his interception of Bridgewater on a two-point conversion try after the McCaffrey touchdown, with Bridgewater looking toward Curtis Samuel in the back of the end zone. Pride undercut the route for the only turnover of the day. Like with Bridgewater, there's been a lot of love this training camp period for Troy Pride, and I've, I've said before, I love the guy. I think... Uh, I said I really fell in love with his game at the Senior Bowl. I thought he had a really good week. And to get him in the fourth round and kind of start to build him up, I think was a, a real nice pick. It was definitely one of my favorite picks of this draft class. And the fact now that he's pushing for a starting job, which includes, of course, uh, or at least the competition, includes a veteran like Eli Apple, kind of tells you you know, that's not really an indictment of Eli Apple. That's just the uh, the strong play of Troy Pride, and so the fact that he's already pushing for a starting job in an off season as unique as this one is incredible. And if he does win the starting job, then all the better. It just kind of furthers, I think, the uh, the development process, not just of him, but of the Panthers' defense as a whole. So really excited to see how that uh, that quarterback position shapes up and how the competition ends up on unfolding. And then we get to, of course, as you guys can figure my favorite draft pick, uh, of this, of this, uh, 2020 draft, the way I've been obviously raving about it since April. And that was Jeremy chin. And Joe noted that he is going to start and he posted a tweet. And I kind of wrote on it quick on Panthers wire that Matt rule said on Tuesday that if the season were to start today, Jeremy Chin is going to start. Matt Rule said that would either be, and you know, Matt Rule even said, quote, Chin's going to play a lot for us, whether it's at safety or the big nickel. Big nickel, of course, meaning uh, third safety. You know, nickel normally, of course, for those that are, I mean, obviously a lot of you listeners are, I'm sure, are aware of this, but possibly for some new listeners out there, and if you are a new listener, welcome. i Appreciate you tuning in and uh, letting me be a part of your day. Really, uh, really excited to talk football with you guys. If you're kind of starting to learn the game, uh, nickel of course normally is a third cornerback in the game. Big nickel would be a third safety in the game, and that's kind of the direction that the Panthers might be going with uh, with Jeremy Chin. You know, it sounds like he's either going to play safe, uh, strong safety, or outside linebacker, but he can kind of be that that hybrid type player that we've obviously seen kind of take the league by storm over the last couple seasons. Obviously the top of that list is Teron Matthew. We've seen guys like uh, Dan Buchanan, give it a shot and a couple other guys. Jeremy Chin is probably going to be kind of that next in line guy uh, in, in the hybrid stuff. So really excited to see where he's going to, where he's going to fit. But as I've said numerous times, getting a player as versatile as jeremy chin for a a defense that is uh that is in quite the rebuild mode was one of the perfect picks that this team could have made you know i i get everybody and listen i was obviously one of those included when you know we were doing our mock drafts and talking about the, the different players they could pick with the seventh overall pick. I was one of those guys, of course, that was touting Isaiah Simmons. And then when we did the mock draft amongst all us here at the Lockdown Network, Isaiah Simmons was my guy with Derrick Brown still on the board. But obviously, as we know, that did not happen. But it worked out in the Panthers' favor because Jeremy Chin was there at the end of the second round. The Panthers traded back into the second round, and... They basically, in a sense, got both Derek Brown and Isaiah Simmons just at a much cheaper price. Instead of just spending the seventh pick on Simmons, you get uh, your new interior rusher in Brown at number seven, and you get Jeremy Chin in the back end of round two. But he could play all over the place, as we know. So uh, the fact that he's already going to see the field very quickly is, uh, again, just incredible. I've said before, it would not surprise me if within the next Three or four years, at least six, maybe even all seven of the Panthers draft picks from this year, uh, it eventually end up as a starter on this defense. I, I think it's en- entirely possible. And then number four in his observation, a uh, backup quarterback battle remains tight. And, you know, we knew this was probably going to be a tight battle all throughout. You know, we obviously kind of assumed that. Uh, P.J. Walker was probably going to get it, but you know, Will Greer's been fighting hard, and uh, so as Joe notes during the scrimmage, uh, Bridgewater unofficially was 8 of 14, obviously getting the most work, um, had the touchdown pass to McCaffrey, while P.J. Walker was 6 of 11, and Will Greer was uh, 7 of 9, but he said none of the quarterbacks completed anything deep, so it's a, it's a tight battle, and as we said before, we know both of these guys are are going to be on the roster. And so it's you know, it's going to be a battle not just through the rest of the preseason but maybe throughout the entire regular season just for that number 2 role, but you know, it's good to see this team at least have some kind of confidence in Will Green and at least let him push for the the second quarterback spot even after what happened. Last year, over the last couple of games, I mean, he he obviously, of course, was thrown to the wolves, but you know the team, the coaching staff obviously sees something in him because he's the only quarterback left from last year after they completely reworked the the quarterback room. Uh, of course, getting rid of Cam Newton and Kyle Allen, bringing in Teddy and Walker, but Will Greer uh, is the only constant in that quarterback room. So. They see something in him and they hope that they are going to try to develop and we'll see if he actually wins the number two role, but at the very least he'll be the number three and, you know, we'll still be a part of this roster. So then before we get into the, uh, the last bullet points that Joe had on his, uh, his scrimmage thoughts, uh, a couple more sponsors I want to thank. So I just want to take a couple quick moments. Of course, our friends over at rockauto.com, the, uh, a uh, family business that's been serving auto parts customers for over 20 years, um, with things such as engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, all kinds of good stuff, and again for all different makes and models of um, of your car. You know, it's always tough, of course, if you go to a dealership or a, a little auto shop and they only have certain brands for the parts that might not fit what you need but rockauto.com is the place to get whatever model car you have whatever make whatever model whatever just whatever you need they've got it and their catalog is extremely easy to operate and navigate all you get, all you got to do is just kind of scroll through search your make your model the part all that good stuff really easy and you could see the the brands that you want the prices anything you want very easy Go through, and of course, their prices are always reliably low and always the same whether you're professional or do it yourself. Or so, why spend up to twice as much uh, on the same parts when you can go to rockauto.com and save a little bit of money and support the podcast uh, as well? Because, of course, when you go to locked or when you go to rockauto.com, make sure to put locked on those words in there, how-did-you-hear-about-us section so that they know that we sent you. So you're supporting them, you're supporting us, everybody wins. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And a shout-out to our friends over at Roman, the place where you, know, you can go and if you want to have talk about a certain thing called ED, Roman is the, the, the place for you, because uh, with Roman, you get free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan, and if treatment or if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you free, to, uh, with free two-day shipping. Excuse me. Uh, and the whole process is straightforward, it's simple, and it's very discreet. And getting started is very simple. All you got to do is go to getroman.com. That's G E T R O M A N. Getroman.com slash locked on NFL. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. So, again, go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL, and if approved, you will get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. So, again, GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL, $15 off your first order of ED treatment. Finishing things up four bullet points from Joe from Thursday or from Tuesday, excuse me. Number five, Trenton Cannon is going to be a hard guy to cut. He said the Panthers led a reserve running back go this week. And it's instructive that it was fifth round pick Jordan Scarlett and not Cannon. The recent waiver wire pickup from the New York jets. Cannon is a non-factor at running back, but he's a huge factor on special teams on the second half kickoff. Cannon went flying down the field and was the first person to get to and tackle returner Farrell Cooper. You know, there was people out there that buzzed a little bit too uh, when the Panthers claimed him. And even when he got drafted by the Jets, he of course, uh, not even a Division I kid, remember, this is the kid out of Virginia State, that the Jets drafted in the sixth round of 2018, actually played a little bit and was involved both running the ball and carrying the ball, so he's uh, pretty versatile there. Uh, and of course, bring some special teams values. Had that injury, of course, in 2019, so really didn't play in 19, so he was cut loose by the Jets. Uh, but the Panthers brought him on, and again, the fact that they've already cut Jordan Scarlett is definitely good news now for. Trenton Cannon, you know they can certainly have four running backs. Now we knew it was probably going to be one of those guys that was going to get cut if they were going to go with four backs. And Alex Arma you know Mike Davis is probably going to be the number two back, or at least he's battling with Mike Bon or uh, Reggie Bonifant, and then uh, Trenton Cannon giving some special teams value. So uh, again, like like I said at the top of the show about the 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 churning of the town, you know the Panthers are just finding good football players. And it sounds like they found themselves another one in Trenton Cannon. So we'll see uh, we'll see what happens with him. But good signs so far. The wide receiver depth is getting tested. Joe wrote with Tommy Lee Lewis becoming the latest injured wideout, joining Seth Roberts, Keith Kirkwood, and Omar Bayless. Guys like Brandon Zilstra and Ishmael Hyman are getting extensive practice reps. Zilstra is making the most of his increased reps with another four to five catches on Tuesday. Rule said he hopes to have a couple of the receivers back in the next day or two. And we've talked about Zilstra a couple times here on over the last couple days. You know, he had a nice kind of parting gift in that Week 17 game against the Saints, even when the, the rest of the team was basically packing it in. He showed out pretty well. And, again, he's got some special teams value as well. So he's really making a push. Again, especially with all these receivers going down, Zilstra's really making a push for one of those final spots. So don't be surprised now if if Zilstra gets... Uh, one of those final spots. And again, as we said, Omar Bayless now is on IR. Uh, Keith Kirkwood, as we said, probably out for the rest of training camp. So he's probably not going to make the roster. But if Seth Roberts can get back quickly, I think he might still have a shot. But again, Zilstra, this isn't the first time we've talked about him. So uh, some good looks so far with with uh, Brandon Zilstra. He then said, Kyir Vedvik is getting a chance. He said the Panthers brought in Vedwick last week because of his versatility. The former Marshall standout can kick and punt. On Tuesday, he did the latter, getting off two solid punts in the scrimmage and two more that, while working on the side, he intentionally kicked off the side or top of David Tepper's $1 million practice bubble. Uh, Rookie punter Joe Charlton handled handled only the holding duties on Tuesday. So that's interesting to note. Again, maybe that was just the plan. Uh, as far as like maybe rotation, but it's interesting to note that uh, Vedvik did the punting and Charlton did the holding, so we'll see. Matt Rule said, uh, we know he, that he has a lot of talent regarding Vedvik. He gives us versatility as a guy who can punt and kick, which I think in a COVID year, having someone can, who can do both is obviously helpful. We love competition. And at the same time, we love versatility because I think that's going to be the key this year. So don't be surprised now if Vedvik ends up being the guy. Now, Again, in terms of the – and that's actually the last bullet point, too, he said about Joey Sly, saying he's still searching for consistency. Joe wrote, the kicker known as Swole Bones has always had a huge leg, belting an NFL high and franchise record, eight field goals longer than 50 yards last year in his first season as a starter, but Sly missed four extra points and three field goals. Between 40 and 49 yards in 2019, when Graham Gano was out with a knee injury, Sly did not have a good day Tuesday, missing three of his four field goal attempts, including one that cornerback Dante Ed, or Dante Jackson came off the edge to block. Hmm. Don't want to don't want to make any guesses yet or start any rumblings, but wouldn't it be something now if uh, both? joseph charlton and joey sly get cut in favor of kair vedvik it's like we talked about with jeremy chin matt rule loves versatility and when it comes to specialists uh kair vedvik definitely is is one of the versatile guys i mean there's nothing stopping carolina from Cutting both Charlton and Sly and just making Vedvik both the kicker and the punter. And obviously the the benefit of that, of course, is it frees up a spot on the 53-man roster that you can use somewhere else. Maybe an extra wide receiver. Maybe you just have Vedvik as your specialist and maybe that allows you to bring in like Ishmael Hyman as a, uh, a back as a, another wide receiver or, you know, whatever the case may be, or an extra defensive back or whatever you want to do. So, like I said, I don't want to, not going to make any guesses yet, but we can't write off that possibility at this point, especially with the way uh, some of the reports have been coming out. You know, Charlton hasn't had the best of trading cams. And Joey Sly, I mean, that's not a good look at a scrimmage, just a couple of weeks before the season. If you're missing three or four field goals, you know, you know, I get, uh, I get it's still a rebuilding year, and he had a solid season. But you know, kick the kicking game, as we know, can be uh, at times can be the difference between winning and losing a game. We saw it a couple of years ago with Graham Gano in his 60-plus yard field goal that won that game. Against the Giants. That can make the world of difference when you have a kicker like that. So, yeah, it's nice that he's booting all those 50 yarders, but, you know, inc- inconsistent kickers are certainly one of the more frustrating parts of an NFL team. And if you can avoid that, you're obviously going to. Now, you know, will Vedvik keep this up? Will he keep the consistency? I mean, you know the downs. Uh, the the thing obviously you got to think about with Vedvik now is that he's only played one regular season game in the NFL, and that of course was Week One of last year with the New York Jets. So you know he's obviously bounced around a couple of teams. We know he he of course was in that uh, infamous trade uh, a couple seasons ago involving the Ravens and the Vikings. The Vikings of course trading a uh a draft pick a uh, a fifth round pick at that the twenty twenty fifth round pick that the vikings sent to baltimore for vedvik and then of course vedvik did not last very long uh in minnesota and again that's why he's been bouncing around and he ended up with the jets so you never know it's gonna be uh but but it's, uh, at the very least that uh, at least it gave competition, and that's certainly what the Panthers needed. You know, Joey Sly only has the one-year experience, obviously, and then, of course, Charlton being a rookie. So they needed at least something to kind of light a fire under the two of them, and that's, it sounds like that's exactly what Kajor Vedvik is doing. So we'll see. You know, not uh, not a lot of time left. So really intrigued to see what they do with uh, with the kicking game. But that's those are the bullet points from Joe Person, so it was good to kind of run through there and just kind of add my thoughts a little bit too on uh, on Thursday's scrimmage and just some of his notes. So a lot of good stuff again. A lot of good reports coming from the Panthers, which is exciting to see. You know, we'll see when uh, when things get real serious on uh, September 13th. Uh, But I think that's going to wrap it up for this edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, As always, thanks so much for making me a part of your day. Again, to the old listener, longtime listeners, always appreciate the continued support. New listeners, hey, thanks for giving me a shot. Really appreciate you joining on. Hope you're excited. About the season as much as i am and uh, we're gonna have some fun together i hope so with that i'm gonna get out of here thanks so much for tuning in hope you guys have a great rest of your day and we'll see you next time right here on lop until then take care my friends
0: is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements maybe it's time for a rebuild or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the lombardi trophy